This weekend, we had walk-off baseball going on, grand slams all over the place, some remarkable plays and upsets in college football, and some absolute beatdowns in the NFL. We are going to go over all that, the winners and losers of the week, and we'll be right back to talk about it with you guys. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of The Spectators. My name is Julian. I'm here in Brooklyn as always. What's going on, brother? Yo, yo, yo. What's poppin', bro? What's going on is, you know what's tomorrow, bro? No, let me know. What's tomorrow? You don't know what's tomorrow? tomorrow? We tipping off, baby. Okay, hold on. NBA back. NBA is back. We get basketball with the Nets, Bucks. Lakers Warriors tomorrow night. I'm excited. I'm excited too. They got the I'm excited. Bro. They got the four Vegas odds favorites teams playing on the first day of the year. Tomorrow, what is it? Tuesday the 19th. The NBA is officially back. And tomorrow's the best part of the year, honestly. We got NHL, NBA, MLB postseason, NFL, WNBA just ended, so we're a day off from having every sport. Uh, and college football and college basketball is actually just around the corner as well. We just got the preseason polls in that. Shout out to Gonzaga and UCLA being one and two in that. We're not going to talk too much about that now, but thought I would mention that. You mentioned the NBA tomorrow. We'll be pretty much in tune with you guys the rest of the season in terms of NBA. But we're not going to talk about that today. There is an episode on YouTube if you guys are interested where me and Gerard do a big breakdown of predictions and all the good stuff for the NBA season coming up. If you guys are interested in checking that out, it is on our YouTube. The link will be in the bio. We might put a card up there. Who's to say? I have no idea. But <laughs> NFL, week six, BK. Who's a winner for you? I think we got to go with the Ravens to start it out. Okay. People have been really down on them. They've been talking a lot. I know we've been saying it a lot. Is Lamar, Lamar, pretty much, can they get it done? They've been really weird with the injuries in the backfield. Their running back health has not been good. Through the air was not looking good early in the season. Lamar gets it done on his legs as usual. But big wins coming out. They take down the Chargers Looking like one of the best teams in the AFC in that upper echelon category. Mm -hmm. They take them down very, very easily. And they they solidify themselves at the top of the totem pole right now. With the Chiefs looking finicky, I'm not too worried about them in the long run, though. Because even with Mahomes' high interception count going on right now, a lot of them aren't really directly from him. A lot of them been just off the hands of receivers so unfortunate but um yeah then we got to go with the ravens to start it out yeah and i'll agree with you not only just because of this but we didn't talk about them last week at all because their game happened on monday but they played in a an insane game last monday night where they came back from a pretty hefty deficit they played three quarters of bad like objectively bad football and then turned it on in that fourth quarter wound up squeaking out a W against the Colts. The Colts were a better team than their record has shown. 
kind of gotten unlucky. They're they're a pretty decent under five hundred team if if you have to rank them, and they beat a good Colts team on the on the biggest stage. Lamar proved that he is still big time in those primetime games. I mean, he has been pretty much his whole career to this point. Yeah, and then they it's come, been impressive. Yeah, it's been impressive, and they just carry over that fourth quarter they had against the Chargers, where the offense was just looking really good in this game. Chargers could not stop them. The Chargers have a legitimate defensive scheme problem. They gave up, was it 45 last week and 34 this week? I still think they're one of the best teams in the league. Herbert had a rough day. Uh, the offense just wasn't going at all. But for them to yeah. make that step to truly become a favorite like the Chiefs, and and I don't even know who else is a favorite in that that the that side because it's so weird. And I think the Browns are really good, but they're 500 and I, I don't know. The Ravens are five and one. I don't think they're that good still, but they had a great week. They're definitely winners. Lamar is awesome. Fair enough. Uh, but my winner, that's your winner. I got my own winner. Mm-hmm. I got my own winner. Well, who that? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> you know, He's a winner. He's a winner. And that's why he's a winner. <laughs> this is probably the only game they maybe squeak out one more this year. They go to London. Shout out to the London Jaguars. Their second home away from home. This is that's a home game for ever. them, which is crazy that they do lose home games in these London series. They go to London all the way across the pond to play a team really close. Like it's like a six hour drive to Miami. It's the same state. Terrible game to have in London. Like, actually awful. Uh, Miami is a dumpster fire. I, I've been on the record. Well, I'll talk We'll talk more about that later. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville, congratulations on your win. Trevor Lawrence breaking the 20-game losing streak. Urban Meyer getting the first win as a head coach in the NFL again. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the 1-5 Jags will probably wind up being 1-16, but they they. There is a tally. There is a crooked number. Congratulations. Give me a loser. Give you a loser. Give, a loser. Give you a. Could be a loser. player. Could be a team. Any of that. Um, loser Jackson Mahomes. Ooh. For. Ooh. <laughs> for dancing, for TikTok on the Sean Taylor. Oh. Painted number memorial f- during the football team Chiefs game. This is really tough. First of all, the first good thing that the Washington football do- team has done in years was retire this number. They should have done it years and years ago. Better late than never, as they say. Uh, it's a cliche. No. It's true in this instance, right? Sean Taylor, no. a legend, like actually a legend. One of the best to ever do it. A tragedy what happened to him. And it's great that we get to honor him for as long as that is going to remain a team. And that's why I don't say forever, because who knows. But but we're not about to honor him by doing but, TikTok but, but, but here's the thing. But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? We, we do get on, uh-huh. we get on a lot of people, specifically Juju, Claypool, Jackson Mahomes, for doing TikTok dances in this, like, football uh, area and realm and, like, the way they do it. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Like I, I, I do think to some extent it's bad. I like Claypool more than the rest. He's a little bit more, less tasteless. Uh, and Jackson doing this is stupid. I don't know why I even thought about it. But I want to bring this back 
to the Washington football team? Why is there no security getting this man off the number? They have it chained off. You have yeah. one job to keep people off of it. Can we do that? Because he's a kid. I mean, he's, like, a little bit older, but he's a kid. He's going to do something that seems fun, like that's going to get clicks. And, hey, we're talking about him, so it's clearly working. He hasn't been in the news in a while. No. Last time he was in the news, I think, when he poured um, some water or whatever drink on somebody when they were talking smack about Pat. Yeah. and It's just weird stuff constantly with him. Like. Hey, I mean, he's kind of making a brand for himself at this point. Is it a good or a bad one? Who's to say it, but. You know what they say. There's never such thing as bad press. Uh, no. Good for him for kind of making cloud out of it, whether it's good or bad again, but disrespectful. Disrespectful. For one. And lack of actually caring from the football team. They, they pretend they care, they retire the number, and then they let somebody dance all over it that same day. And they also took a photo shoot. Like, I know uh, yeah, yeah. Kelsey's wife and I think Mahomes' wife as well. There was plenty oh, of people who were on there taking pictures. Like, it was not just him either. There were plenty. There's pictures of, like, plenty of people being inside those ropes. So it's a little unfair to just... Well, why have why have the ropes? That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm why saying. Why not just leave it free? They're, they're, because because, because honestly, Washington... if the ropes aren't there, you, you probably don't even think twice about no, it. No, no, like, no, no, no. Like, okay, they, they, just, they just had it open. Again, Free reign. there's a reason that I'm not fully blaming Jackson here, and it's because the lack of actually caring. They Washington did this cl- just to get some like good press in the media because it's been a long time since they have, and they clearly don't actually care that much. So, yeah, a little annoying. On the positive side of that, though, Chase uh, Chase Young did the tape thing. Like Sean Taylor on his mask, sick. that was really really yeah. cool. That that was that was awesome. That was awesome. I'm, I'm surprised like that doesn't happen more often. Like I feel like every like Washington defender should do that like every game, just like in honor. Like that's that would be a really cool tradition to like make the defense have like specific taped on helmets that are just like pretty done. That'll be awesome. That's a real way yeah, to honor that, a guy, you know. I I wish the whole defense or even the whole team would have done it for that game that would have been really cool but i have no again, i have no words for Washington that. Football. it's it's, it's <laughs> they are in fact an organization that's a, that's the nicest thing i have to say about them <laughs> it's been several times we like we should have like a compilation of all the times i chew out this franchise and make it like a yearly video It'd be like a 20 minute video <laughs> if anybody wants to dig through that let us know give it to It'll us be so good yeah, that, that's definitely a loser on all fronts. Yeah. yeah that, that's that's a tough one. That's really bad. Um, who's another loser for me? Uh, New York wide receivers. The Giants don't have a professional wide receiver on the roster right now. They are they are down. I think six wide receivers because they're. They're one of the deepest. They're down horrendous. They're down horrendous. They're one of the deepest teams at the position. That's the only position that I like the Giants at is wide receiver. And then, like, linebacker. Like, there's some random positions that I think the Giants actually do have talent. Wide receiver is one of them. I think they're very, very talented at wide receiver. And, boy, they can't. They can't get to break. They can't get to break. There's times where, like, really talented teams don't catch breaks, right? And, like... Um, 
I don't know who's a good example of it this year, but I will just say the Browns just because they're three and three. Like they don't catch certain breaks. They wind up losing some games. Uh, now they're three and three when they're probably a better team than that. The Giants probably should be one and five, maybe two and four, and they're not catching breaks either. <laughs> like you're already a not great team, not catching breaks. That is uh, that is certainly a loser. The Giants wide receiving core are my losers for this week. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. Got a winner for me? I didn't go into this episode saying or thinking these guys, but as time went on, I'm going to go ahead and say the Patriots are a very moral winner. Okay, and they say there's no moral victories in football, but I want to hear what you go with this. They take the Buccaneers into a very, very tight game in Brady's return, and you're thinking, okay, it's the emotions, it's the environment. Everything's just weird. The rain was terrible. And then they play the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And they take the Cowboys into overtime. I probably should have won this game. Yeah. Probably should have won this game. Got really, really spicy down the stretch with, what was it, three scores like in four, four, four minutes? minutes. Four seconds, something like that, yeah. With a Trevon Diggs uh, pick six, and then Mac Jones would... A quick touchdown right after. And it was impressive. Like, I don't know how much it it really means for the longevity of the season, but it's something for a Bill Belichick, young quarterback-led team to hang their hat on and really build towards the future of the franchise. So I'm going to give a nice little moral victory and make the Patriots my winner. We like moral victories. I like moral victories because I think moral victories are way more important than people want to give them credit for. Personally, no. Like I, I, I'm a big fan of them. I, like obviously, like you hope to be better, but that's not always the case. It's not no. always the case. So I'm, I'm a fan of that. Um, who's a winner? I got. There's, there's a lot of them. Mine's not a moral winner though. This is just a flat out winner. Uh, we do our weekly pick them. If you guys don't know me, Brooklyn, Alejandro, Gerard, and Nico all do weekly picks, try and figure out who we think you're going to win, lose. Then we have records that carry over me and Brooklyn specifically talked about it beforehand. We were not touching this game with a 10 foot pole because as I mentioned, we don't know what the Browns really are. Cardinals are really good. There were five and zero. it felt like a lock, but you just don't know what Baker is over there. They come yeah. in to Cleveland and absolutely whoop the Browns. Absolutely whoop the Browns. This is a week after a tough game against the 49ers and a rookie quarterback. I love Kyler Murray. He's the MVP front runner right now. I don't think it's particularly close. And they're 6 and 0. Interesting. It's really dope to see too and I'm in for it. Like, all the way in. It's 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 uh, it's awesome, dude. It is absolutely awesome. Um, Arizona, like, this is a team, if anybody knows me, knows last year I was really high on them. I, I did a very aggressive bet on them to make the playoffs. <laughs> I did wind up losing that, that bet. It took till the last week of the year, and I said coming into this year, they did exactly what they thought they were going to do. It was Cliff's first year, and I thought they were going to get better. And here and they, they are, and they have a 
dual threat running backs yeah, with Connor did. and uh, Chase and Kyler's great. AJ Green is coming out of nowhere and like participating. And oh, there's so many things to like about this team. They won this game without um, I'm blanking on his name. Defensive defensive end for their team, the most disruptive guy. Uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now, but he wasn't even in this game, so. Their best defensive player wasn't even playing. They still hold the Browns to 14 after scoring 45 last week. Sheesh. They're a dangerous team, man. They're a dangerous thing, team, and I think they continue to get better. And I was looking at this before. Let me pull this back up really quick. Looking at their schedule, you got the the Texans next week. Should be a cakewalk. You got the Packers and the 49ers. And we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, that this stretch coming up is really what's going to make or break what the Cardinals are this year. And Packers, 49ers, Panthers aren't the game that we thought it yeah. was going to be now. And then same thing with the Seahawks. But the Seahawks, even with Geno, looked interesting last night on Sunday Night Football against the Steelers. But again, that's... Two tough games with the Packers and 49ers. If they get through those, you're looking at a really, really spicy Cardinal team going into the bye week. And after that, you got Bears, Rams, and then Cowboys later on down the stretch. So it's going to be One more loser from you. We'll do one more loser each, and then we will kind of move on from it. You, you yeah, want to start, start it off? off uh, my final loser are teams that started 3-0. and uh, There's two of them in particular, but <laughs> the Denver Broncos started 3-0. and We kind of knew they weren't the real deal because they played the Jags, Jets, and Giants. Like, yeah. They have a combined three wins through six weeks. Like, We kind of knew what that was going to be. Uh, Broncos fall to 3-3, three and three, and they don't look good in doing it. And then the... A team that's a little bit more surprising, but they've had a lot of injuries and and they've kind of fallen back to reality a little bit with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Sam Darnold looked fantastic through three weeks. He looked like, wow, the Jets really dropped the ball. And now he's kind of just looking like exactly what he did with the Jets, where he has some moments, but overall isn't really a cornerstone kind of guy. Not having Christian McCaffrey really hurts. Both of those teams are now three and three after starting three and zero oh and just feeling really, really confident about themselves. And you know, I mean, look at the Vikings versus Panthers, right? Vikings three and three, but you feel way better about them than you do the Panthers, also three and three. It's kind of weird how the records don't show that, but because you start off three and three, and then you, I mean, you go three and zero, oh and then you end up three and three. And it's like, whoa, what is happening here? And now, which way on the spectrum do we go? Do we yeah. roll more on the win side now, or do we just keep on building with the losses? And it's like, well, you could quickly just get yeeted out of that division's race. Yeah. So, if they want any hope of doing they anything, better get that going. they better get that going. Because the Bucks and Saints aren't going to wait around to see if you're going to play. Just <laughs> play whatever you want to do with your records over there. So they got to figure that out. Um, I'm going to stick to the matchup you were talking about, Cardinals and Browns, for my loser. 
Baker Mayfield, and not for the skill-wise, that shoulder. Blogged him last week, happened again this week. He's being a dog and trying to pull through it. But that's never been a question. Baker got that grit. Yeah, I mean, this is a team with some high expectations that you would think at their best, if they're healthy and playing good football, this could be a team that contends for a Super Bowl, especially with, like, the way the Chiefs have kind of looked at times this year. They look like they're one of those teams, yep. and hey, they're sitting here at three and three, and it's not a death sentence being five hundred at this point in the year. But when your quarterback's kind of going through it, and you just got a really bad loss at home to a team you should, on paper, compete with. Yeah, and that's the thing. How bad is it that they're not saying? Do they try yep. to protect yep. him from himself and not play him? What is it? So I'm I'm nervous for that because I, I want to see Baker on the field. I really like seeing Baker play. I really like seeing the Browns play. They're an interesting team. So I I don't know what to expect out of that. So unfortunately, I gotta go with Baker being a yeah being that, a loser. Honestly, I, I yeah I'm I'm very here for that. It's it's not a Baker thing, but you know no not at all. It's it's straight straight yeah, injuries because I, I like Baker. All right, and but. so uh, bearing any technical difficulties, there were some issues getting this in, but uh, we are going to see if we can go to the man in the corner himself with a big brain and the big knowledge. If we can't do it right now, we'll make sure that's up for you guys to make sure you check out his takes. But my boy, Gerard, let's go. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, G-Man, and today we're back with another segment of Fantasy Corner Week 6. We're going to go over our top producers for the week, and then we're going to also go over a lot of news that we got going on in football and how that's going to affect you and how you should take that going into the remaining weeks of the regular season for fantasy football. At the QB1 position this week, we got Kirk Cousins, 373 yards, three touchdowns for 27.5 fantasy points. He had a good game over there in Minnesota. Leonard Fournette looked like playoff Lenny. 81 yards and two touchdowns for 30.7 fantasy points. C.D. Lamb, game-winning touchdown against the Patriots, but on top of that, he had 149 yards, nine receptions, two touchdowns, and 336, I can't speak, 36.1 fantasy points this week. Noah Fant, 97 yards, nine receptions, and a touchdown for 24.7 fantasy points so that does it for the top performer so let's go ahead and get into some news if you have christian mccaffrey and you are bottom tier meaning you're in the fourth you're in the fifth spot sixth spot seventh spot and you're about to miss their fantasy playoffs trade him now trade him to one of the dudes above you let him have christian mccaffrey they're gonna he's gonna sit for three weeks minimum you need the production to make sure you can crack yourself into the top five so if someone has depth and someone can afford to have him on the bench, trade that to him so that you get some depth on your team so you can make a run. Bucks offense has way too many way too many options. Evans, Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronk should be back soon. There's not going to be much consistency for them, so if that's what you're looking for, look other places, but you don't know what you're going to expect out of that Bucks offense. The Ravens running back situation doesn't make sense. Latavius Murray scored a touchdown this week. Devontae Booker scored a touchdown this week. Not Devontae Booker. Devontae Freeman scored a touchdown this week. And Le'Veon Bell scored a touchdown this week. That's three rushing touchdowns. I don't know who's the number one right now. And Latavius Murray might be hurt, so keep an eye on that. 
I know I say this every week. Miles Gaskin, keep him on your bench. I didn't listen to myself. That's why I'm saying it again. Keep him on your bench. The Miami Dolphins are run by third graders, and they got beat by the Jags in London. So run the ball and make makes your life a lot easier. Kareem Hunt's out for a couple weeks, and Chubb still might be out for Thursday night football. So Felton and D. Ernest Johnson are two running backs that you need to pick up. Johnson's going to be playing more like Chubb, and Felton's going to play more like Kareem Hunt. So whichever one you need for your week, if you can get both of them and stash them, get both of them and stash both of them and then monitor it throughout the week. But as of right now, we don't know who the clear running back one's going to be if Chubb doesn't play. Antonio Gibson has a stress fracture in one of his legs and his shin. So that's going to affect his production for the rest of the year. Trade high on him if you can. Trade for Diggs and Ridley right now. Diggs, after their game tonight, is about to be on a bye week. And I think as soon as they get back from their bye week, I was looking at their schedule. He's going to go nuclear. And I think Diggs, but Ridley's going to go nuclear right now, starting this week. Uh, Rashad Bateman, he's a good ad if you need one. Uh, wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. He was their first overall pick. Five targets in his debut. Don't really know what the running, the wide receiver situation is. Don't even know what the offensive situation is. But if he's their first round pick, I'm sure they're going to use him. So he's a good ad in uh, some of those deeper leagues. Landry's coming back, which is great news for the Browns because OBJ is not it. I don't know that, I guess him and Baker just don't have a connection on the field. But Landry's a better option, and you need to go get him off of waivers if he's still there. Scary Terry had a bad week two weeks in a row. Don't worry about it. He, the volume's there. The target's up there. So look for him to keep that going for the rest of the year. I mean, not the bad performances, but the targets and the volume. I think he'll, I think he'll blow up this week as well. Go get Zach Ertz right now. He got traded from the Eagles to the Cardinals. There's no other tight ends in Arizona that you need to worry about. And I think Ertz is going to be huge in that high-powered offense. Like I said earlier, make sure you go get Felton and or Johnson. Monitor the situation this week. See if they're worth the play on Thursday. Ricky Seals-Jones, go get him and put him in your tight end slot until Logan Thomas gets back. Bye weeks are here. Injuries are here. So you need to make sure that you have depth in the tight end position. Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams monitor that situation because I'm not sure what's happening with the whole COVID situation with uh, Damian Williams. And I'm not sure what's happening with Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert is a rookie. He's played two games and he's looked phenomenal in both games. So they may stick with Khalil Herbert the rest of the way until Montgomery gets back or they might go back to Damian Williams, who also had a good game when he started last week. So monitor that situation as well and go get Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow looks really good if he's still on your if he's still on your bench. I mean not the bench but your waivers. Like Josh Allen, I know he's on by. There's a lot of quarterbacks going on by. Herbert's on by. Dak's on by. You need to go make sure that you have a backup quarterback just in case one of those guys goes down and you need to make sure that you have a quarterback for this week. But hey, that's it. If you have any more questions, you know where to find me. Instagram and Twitter are the same. Gman underscore is the man. Make sure you check out my bills. Play the Titans this week. We're going to hold Derrick Henry to 70 yards today and a touchdown probably, but you heard it here first. I'm going to catch y'all later. Peace. My boy, Gerard, thank you, as always, for the good fantasy insight. Please, yes, I say this every week. Listen to him about Miles Gaskin. That guy doesn't do anything. The Dolphins don't know what they're doing. Derrick Henry is running for more than 70 yards this week. I'm sorry, Gerard. He's going to go crazy. 
Yeah, Dr- G, I, I don't know what you talk about. He's gonna yeah, go he crazy. Going crazy tonight. And what? <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I don't gotta say it. I don't gotta say it, but watch it's out for that stuff for him. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you, Gerard, again. And we are going to switch on over to some playoff baseball. We got the ALCS, NLCS going on. Astros, Red Sox, Braves, Dodgers. And um, first of all, that other series with the Red Sox, Astros, there's a lot of scoring going on. They decided they're not going to actually been fun. play defense and pitching. We're just going to hit the ball. A lot of home runs. We've had Correa looking at his watch on pretty much game winners. Altuve, big home runs that you could predict happening from a mile away. Uh, the Red Sox with two grand slams and two innings. And that's, how do you come back from that? But Astros tried to. Uh, impressions on this series so far. Two games in, tied 1-1, going back to Boston. I wouldn't say it's exactly what I thought because I did not think we were getting this yeah. many runs coming out of it. But the split, exactly what I thought. I thought they were going to end up splitting early in the series. You weren't really going to be able to gauge yeah. it too much because, again, this is a very interesting series. These are two electric teams they coming in that got some yeah. fire to them. They got a lot of fire to them, a lot of clutch hitting that we've seen. You mentioned Altuve and Correa. Once, uh, I believe the score was like 3-1 after Altuve had that little botch, like mid-game. Yeah, mid it, it was a double, it was a double play ball. Exactly. That he, it wasn't so much a botch. It was a really bad hop. Ate him up. Could have gotten him out of the was, inning instead of the Red Sox but, scored. Yeah. And I said to you, Altuve is going to yeah, make up for this. He's going to make up for it. And he did. Classic. A, a, a classic Altuve Flat. up and in, Flat. off speed that he just cranks. Like, the most Tua-tee mm-hmm. Altuve home run you've ever seen. So, you had that, like you said, the Correa, with the Correa time, that's Maybe my time. Maybe the best pimp job of the Amazing. year. Bro, he just sat there. He didn't even move. Dropped the whole bat just. Yeah. It's my that, time. That was really cool. And then just that takes really off. Cool. So... Love that. And then, again, for two grand slams hit within the first two innings. Well, and when you have Kike doing the things he's been doing this. This is very uh, last year Randy Arozarena vibes from Kike Hernandez. He is absolutely destroying and murdering baseballs. Uh, I think he has three home runs in this series already. Like, what what are we talking about? I believe so. Yeah, man, it's it's wild, it's fun, it's electric. This isn't a series that we no. wanted to see no. just because of our heart. I hate it. I hate it here. But I I hate every bit of it, but the baseball fan in me and just the story surrounding all this is really, really cool. And I, yeah. I'll sit here and say that. It's I agree, really and dumb. you know, we mentioned and- Lance McCullers' injury coming into the series being a big factor. And clearly it already is because the scoring is absolutely wild. And that is as shut down of a playoff pitcher as there really is in this league. Uh, tonight you got Jose yeah. Cutie versus Eduardo Rodriguez. Two of the younger Spanish, really good up-and-coming pitchers in this league. In Boston. 
Going we're going back, back to Fenway. The... I don't expect a scoring outburst like these See, last two games. I I don't. I don't know. I I think if you gotta take the over under on eight, take the under. I don't know. I I, I really like the Astros against lefties. I really like the Astros against lefty starters. That's uh, I, I feel. And hey, I want this to be known too. Jordan Alvarez has been dormant this series so far. He the the Red Sox, every big player in the Red Sox is popping off in this series so far. Kyle Tucker hasn't done a whole lot yet. Jordan hasn't done a whole lot yet. If they wake up, and this is best versus best hitters going at it. <laughs> There's no under no under is safe. Yeah, man. No under is safe. <laughs> No, not not at all. Because these there's firepower everywhere, everywhere. But again, I just can't see that sustained for a whole no. whole series no. scoring that much. There gotta be something, and I feel like tonight got, is gonna they, be that. They got a day off where, where we get a little jet lag. <laughs> exactly. Little jet. Exactly. So I don't I don't think we go too crazy with it, but I'm, I'm here for it. It's it's oh. been fun. It's been electric. I love it, and pain to me to go say, Astros. but go Astros. I actually do have the Astros winning tonight, and I think the Red Sox win tomorrow. Okay. So I, I think I think okay. I, I, I got think this. I got a flip. Uh, oh, you got a flip flop. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know who's pitching tomorrow, but I do like mm-hmm. this matchup in favor of the of the Astros, at least for me. So, uh, but there's there's another series going on, yeah. and, and let me tell you. You ever you ever heard that one song? Um, a Rod used to have it as his walk up song. Now walk it out. Now walk it out. The Braves keep walking it off. They love to score five to four. They love it. Eddie Rosario with a walk off. Electric. Trey Turner yesterday had a home run that was a home run in every ballpark but three. It went four oh three and it was caught at the wall. They lose by one. The Braves hold packed at home. I don't think anybody thought they were going to win both games at home. Even if you have the Braves winning the series, I don't think anybody thought they're winning both games to start this series. Is now here's the thing: is is this just the Dodgers are like emotionally exhausted from that Giant series? Are they just not as good as we kind of hoped they were? Is this the Braves just streaking? What's happening here? I think it's a little bit of emotionally exhausted from that giant series. And then as well as the wild, that wild card game is no, I think you, I think you factor all that in, but I think the Braves are hungry. I think they want it. Their fans want it. And you saw it at the stadium for these two games. They were electric. They're playing electrically Two walk-offs. Austin Riley yeah. and Eddie Rosario, they're hungry, man. And I don't know if the Dodgers came into Maybe. this a little Maybe. lackluster. And I talk about this a lot. Don't take your foot off anybody's neck if you think that they're not that nice with it. Because guess what? They're coming in at 100. So if you're coming in at like 80, think it's going to be a little cakewalk, Come in, take care of business, move on, have a nice day. No, they're coming to rock you. 
And shout out to Jock because yeah. he did exactly Let that. Me tell you, there's there's a handful of guys that you think of like playoff baseball, and not just for like this one, but in general, right? Um, with how great Randy mm-hmm. was last year, he's forever going to be a, a playoff king. Then we think of Reggie Jackson, Mr. October, Derek Jeter, uh, Manny Ramirez was fantastic in the playoffs all this time. And Jock Peterson is one of those guys. His numbers in the playoffs are absolutely incredible. He's been every year he's been in the league, right? And that's the luxury of playing for the Dodgers, right? And then uh, he winds up moving around a little bit, goes to the Cubs, and here he is, gets traded to the Braves, kind of just as a as a Hail Mary depth piece, try and make up for the production you're losing with, yeah. with Acuna. And he, when he's hitting, because granted, he's not playing every game, they kind of got him as like a matchup pinch hitter type of yeah. deal. He is making his presence known, absolutely known. He has, a, I think, three home absolutely. runs already this postseason, and he's only played three full games. Man, that home run he hit off of Scherzer going to right that field a, over the chop was a, house was a tank, yeah. absolute tank. And if we get more of that, it's yeah. it's tough. And I, I really don't know what to think moving forward in the series. Because I expect the Dodgers to close the gap, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be it's going to be tough, and this is be working tough. out really, really well for the Braves because in Game Three, which usually your Game Three starter would be the guy to go Game Seven if if needed, is Charlie Morton. Mm-hmm. Like that is not a guy you want to face in the Game Seven. It's just not. He's done this before. He's been no. there, done that with a couple of different teams at this point. He is not scared to pitch in the playoffs, whether it's a couple innings, in relief, whatever it winds up being. He gets to start tomorrow against Walker Bueller in a must-win game for the Dodgers, right? Yeah, and my question would be, if they if the Braves win game three, no. could they sweep? I don't think they sweep. No matter what, I don't think they sweep. No? Um, okay. Dodgers at least get a game. Okay. They at least get a game. They have to. They have to win a game at yeah. home. If they don't win a game at home, this is maybe one of the bigger failures. Okay, let's let's talk about this. If the Dodgers don't at least bring this to game seven, game seven's things happen. They're already down mm-hmm. to, like, they got to claw back anyway. It, that's a yeah. tough ask, right? To win four of the next six is, is hard. If the Dodgers... Mm-hmm lose this before seven games this is the biggest failure since the mariners not making the playoffs as like a 107 win team or something like that or not making the world series rather it's it's up there because you you win 106 games like in theory, you don't have, like, the expectations because you didn't win the division. You came in as a wild card team. You're the underdog, in theory. But let's I be mean, real. Dude. I mean, here, this is... 106 games you win and then get knocked out and the... How do you... Well, and the thing is, even that? before they finished their wild card game versus the Cardinals, so they still had a whole single game wild card. They were the Vegas favorites to win the World Series. 
That's how much confidence is in this Dodgers team. That's how, like, stacked of a roster they have. I mean, they have two two MVPs in their team, yeah. and those aren't even the two best players they have right now. Because when you look at Max Muncy's out, which sucks, but he's been their best player all year. Trey Turner just won a batting title. Yeah. Corey Seager is one of the best postseason guys ever, especially after how he went crazy against the Braves last year. And then you have Max Scherzer, Hall of Famer. Kershaw's not playing, but he's still in the he's still in the mix. That's a Hall of Famer. Walker Bueller had a, a fantastic year. Kenley Jansen's a Hall of Fame closer. He's given up two games already. Yeah, the, this team up and down. It's, the a, roster, it's a nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. I mean, Chris Taylor stacked. was fantastic all year. It's stacked. Oh my god. Chris Taylor, Urias is dope. Like you even, I know he's not producing as much as you want because like just it is what it is but you got pool holes yeah. on this and team he hasn't too been very good in the playoffs but he's not playing a whole lot either but i mean it's that playoff bellinger's back and oh. which is everywhere you look it's this... playoff belly is it's just really really tough especially if they like you said they don't end up taking it to the seven games yeah if, if it, they don't if they don't make it to the world series Tough scene. This is a failure, and it's one of the bigger ones we've seen in a while. This is maybe the most stacked team we've seen in the modern era. Like, I can't even think of a modern era team even close to this stack. Because if you look up and down the lineup, when healthy, they have about 11 all-star caliber players, at least. At least. And if you throw Trevor Bauer in there because you're feeling frisky, you got four Cy Young caliber pitchers. Starters. Kurt, yeah. Kershaw's Kurt, not even here right now. Wild. So, you know, they're definitely feeling the loss of Max Muncy. Uh, probably more so than Kershaw, but they're feeling it. Yeah. And, uh, hey. Yeah, Kershaw would have helped, but then then you go into the whole realm of, do we get playoff well, Kershaw? Does he get rocked? Thing, we can't even talk about injuries yeah. when a top three or four player in baseball is on the Braves team and he's not even here. Ronald Acuna Jr., is absolutely yeah. elite, right? And then you go... Yeah. And we'll be one of the best, like, young talents to come into the game. Yeah, and, and then you look at the pitching side, too, and like, he, he's Mike an Soroka is a really good starter for this team. He hasn't pitched. So it's pretty much all been down to Morton and Max Fried, and they've been fantastic. Uh, Braves are making a cool little run here. I do think if they can win this game tomorrow they can put their foot on their neck and kind of just play for some fun. And what's scarier than a team with a really deadly batting order that's having fun? Not a lot of things. Not a lot of things. So. Not at all. But It's so fun. I love playoffs, man. October is in full effect. We love <laughs> October. Because you, you never yeah. know what's going to happen. Like, you can't tell me that what we have right now is what you thought would have transpired before the playoffs started. I've been a little bit. The only team that I even and, thought would get to this point was the Astros. I, I did have the Giants beating the Dodgers, so <laughs> I was just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wrong. Yeah, it's been it's been weird all around, but it's been Absolutely. fun, and that's what we're here it's for. Definitely been fun, and hey, the fun continues tomorrow. 
because guess what? We got both of these teams playing tomorrow. The NBA is back. Real quick, MVP, who's winning it? NBA. It's the only NBA talk I want. Um, I got to go with one of my boys. I know it's going to be tough, but Harden or KD, then... Give me one. I mean, you, you just pulled this out of a hat. <laughs> uh, cool. So that's who I predicted on the NBA season preview video. Again, go check that out if you guys have not already. So I'll just say Gerard, Luca. I think those are the two guys. I think it's Luca or Harden that are going to win it this year. Personally, I love it. Luca's going to put up 40, 10, and 11, and they're going to win 40 games. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but what team are you most, most excited, excited to, to see? see? Oh, God. Uh, the Warriors. They're not the villains anymore. They're healthy and they're not the villains anymore. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. Okay. Okay. I know you hate this one. I'm really interested it's on the Bulls. I, hate it. I just don't think they'll be good. I'm not, I, can't, I can't be excited for a team I don't think That's they'll fine. be good. That's fine. I think they'll be That's better than enough. what you give them credit we'll for. Agree to disagree, and we'll see. I'll see you in a couple months. So. When I tell you, I told you so. <laughs> I'll laugh at all of you. I'll laugh at all of you. But thank you guys <laughs> as always for stopping by. We appreciate you. Make sure you go follow us at underscore to spectators at all of our socials: TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and be back next week. We got some Halloween merch over here that. Brooklyn is rocking. It looks spooky. It looks scary. It looks gas. Go to our website and find that merch there. Thank you guys, as always. See you guys next week.